हाय वेलकम टू टेक कास्ट एल टी एस ऑफिशियल चैनल फॉर वीडियो कास्ट एंड पॉडकास्ट टूडे वी एंग टॉक अबाउट ह्यूमन एनालिटिक्स आई एम प्राजक्ता एंड वी हैव विद सोमेंद्र मोहंती एंड अक्लेम थॉट लीडर एंड सब्जेक्ट मैटर एक्सपर्ट इन द फील्ड ऑफ ए आई एनालिटिक्स ऑटोमेशन एंड डेटा साइंस हाय सोमेंद्र हाय वेलकम टू द चैनल थैंक यू सो लेट स्टार्ट विद डिफाइनिंग ह्यूमन एनालिटिक्स वॉट इज ह्यूमन एनालिटिक्स एंड हाउ कैन वी लेवरेज द पावर ऑफ इट Uh, interesting right and i'll give you a slightly a longish answer sure let's go back 5 years hmm. uh, big data was the talk of the town the latest buzzword it, it meant uh, a lot of data lots and lots of data and then there was also a very interesting question around that which is how do you humanize big data mm-hmm. right uh, what it essentially meant is with this kind of a data magnitude and madness around it mm-hmm. are we essentially missing that why this data and what it is used for or it will be used for right and and hence humanize big data right um i think we have we are back to a similar phase now mm. where um ai algorithms automation um analytics predictive and all that uh, is so much machine oriented now mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the power of uh, compute and technology advances around it um things are not becoming humanized in that context mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. let me explain you a little bit further in this sure sometime back i read a book called nimarati mm. right and and you can look up and you can see what that means sure uh, the essence of nimarati is that algorithms mm. reduce you mm. to a number oh that's interesting right yeah before somebody uh, gives you a personal loan mm. there is a scoring associated with it in essence you are not you anymore you mm. are a score yeah right yeah. if it is high 90 or something mm. then oh mm. this guy is really good mm. will pay me back on time mm. you know a credible person mm. let me give the loan yeah correct if you are reduced to 50 mm. oh there is a problem mm. right yeah uh, so this book is all about that oh. that algorithms you know ai to a large extent mm. um, and all that reduces people like you me and, and everybody mm. and i can extend it to corporate seven mm. right you know these um, uh, moody's ratings and then all that that is essentially reducing entity whether animated or non animated yes, yes. to a number yes and in that context uh, there is a whole lot of other aspects surrounding that entity is mm. lost mm. it just so, becomes one dimensional yes yeah. right so hence the, this whole thing about how do we humanize ai yeah. how do we humanize yeah. algorithms or mm. analytics and, mm. and that is how this concept of human analytics yeah is it's coming evolving up, yeah right? yeah um what is adding on to it mm. is many of these algorithms are also uh, very hard to understand why they are it is saying so hmm right 
you know, what parameters has gone into explaining what it has done, mm. right? Why would you prefer or give something to this person? Why not to the other person? Right, right. Yeah? Yeah. So these are the things now people are, and governments and law agencies are waking up to say, are we in our journey to automate, in our mm. journey to be you know AI driven mm. and of course it has got a lot of benefits mm. are we undermining this aspect of is this explainable mm. to to everybody mm. right so you can see GDPR big topic in this area yes uh, California Privacy Act mm. uh, in India itself now mm. right and given India country has got a very interesting dynamic in terms of people, preferences and all. Yes. India is also um, at the verge of uh, putting some acts mm. around it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, Privacy Act as well as IT Act, mm. that what you can do, what you cannot do, mm. and how mm. would you make these things explainable, and hence you're bringing the human understanding angle to it, yes. or interpretation yes. angle to yes. it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so that's the longest answer yes. to your short question, but <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah. So today, all of all of us have uh, developed, and uh, we have our own interpretations, and uh, you know, we have our own unique ways of thinking about the world. So, for machine intelligence like AI and uh, analytics to have a significant impact impact on us, uh, does it need to think like us? What are the possibilities there? Uh, very hard question uh, and, and particularly part of your question says uh, does it need to think like us right? yeah. and that is yeah. where I think it is uh, it is debatable um, um, so let me explain you what is the journey so far mm-hmm. uh, right and so when you look at artificial intelligence you can think about it um, as two three different stages of maturity mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. today we use Artificial intelligence on everything and for for everything. Yes, that's right? true. Yeah. Um, but if you really open the hood and then look beneath, mm. yeah, it has got slightly different, uh, I would say, maturity journeys associated. Right. With it, right. Yeah. At the core of it is um, intelligence, mm. right? Mm. And um, we always associate intelligence with the ability to reason, right? Absolutely. Um, and ability to draw inferences. Yes. Right? Yes. Which is in a very automated fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you see about this artificial intelligence being talked about everywhere, mm. being mm. applied to every single thing, mm. We are actually dealing with a very, very narrow sense of artificial intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and hence the first stage is called ANI, Artificial Narrow Intelligence. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So there is intelligence, mm. but it is narrow in a sense that it has learned to do something mm. good. Mm. Uh, ability to reason, inference, mm. and make some decisions, mm. and then do something based mm. on it, mm. but in a very narrow sense, mm. meaning it is applicable only to that domain or subdomain, mm. right? And within certain predefined boundaries. Yes. Right. I'll give you an example. Yeah. That um, 
and and the most famous example is is right in front of us everybody is so excited about this uh, uh, autonomous cars right yeah. you know yeah. cars driving around on their yes. own yeah? yes yes um, the driverless cars <clears throat> yeah to a large extent to me it is artificial narrow intelligence because mm. can you take the the same car mm. right and put them on a battlefield and say now drive around there is no you know signal sign for it to stop mm. in the battlefield you will not mm. find it mm. um the obstructions or uh, the uh, places where it should not go in a straight line but take a detour or do this way mm. or that mm. way those are not predefined yeah. right the car is trained to operate in a very controlled environment mm. you know roads uh, signages all around mm. um, people moving around and this that mm. yeah now take that and say a human person driving mm. a car mm. in a battlefield also can drive the car yeah we have that judgment and we know right? what to do yeah so we are far more evolved uh, our processing is even though none of us are in a battlefield mm. we have never been there mm. Mm. but give us a car give us a battlefield yes right and say drive on on this we will drive yeah we will but we are never trained we are never exposed to that environment mm. Mm. true right but for a autonomous car which is trained on a very regulated controlled environment mm. you take them suddenly out from there and put it somewhere else they will struggle they can't do it mm. right so that is artificial narrow intelligence mm. which is very predefined boundary trained on a specific thing mm. Mm. and they will do really good at that they will do much better than humans in that mm. Mm. yeah but only in that environment but only specific so, yeah. to that yeah. now the next phase of it is artificial super intelligence mm. right now um, so now the bar has gone a little bit higher higher yes right what does this mean this means that it has learned so many things within that particular domain or sub domain mm-hmm. and it has started self learning in a way that if there are unknowns in that domains right it can still adjust and still adapt and do things yeah and do better than a yeah. human tackle it on its own basically yeah yeah mm. that becomes artificial super intelligence right mm. the next higher level hmm. is artificial general intelligence okay. which is basically a human brain hmm. i don't think we are there yet, yet. we are not so sure even whether we will get there yeah. or no hmm. Hmm. right now if i take this car example hmm. and in a artificial narrow intelligence sense it can't decide it's going on a on a road and everything is fine it is doing perfectly fine there is a, a young kid on a bicycle in the side mm. right on this mm. on the side way or side road mm. uh, the kid has fallen down mm. a human driving that car right maybe you know 8 8 out of 10 times will stop, stop the car stop the car yes go pick up the kid yes you know ask some questions mm. are you okay mm. or this mm. that and then come on yeah will this autonomous car do that no it mm. will not do that yeah right now but this kid even though is on a side street is coming closer mm. and hence the car if i am driving the car i would mm. be extra cautious and i will stop it mm. right or mm. and wait mm. uh, let the, the kid 
pass through. Uh, can this be achieved uh, using um, artificial intelligence? Probably yes, hmm. because the more context and more additional scenarios you expose it to, and it observes what the human hmm. does, hmm. it will learn. Hmm. Even though that may not be the primary objective of that particular yeah. solution yeah. on the AI context, it will try there to mimic. probably yeah. it will go from ANI to ASI to some hmm. extent. Hmm. There is a you know dog suddenly coming on the street. Hmm. There is an old woman trying to cross the street. Hmm. You are at a speed where you can't control. Control, yeah. A human, what the the person will do, and ideally speaking. Will will sweep away from all of these and then go and hit somebody else or yeah. some tree or yeah, something yeah. or a ditch or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. You know that is the human natural yes, instinct. Yes. Will this decision be taken, taken by yeah. the the artificial intelligence driving that car on its own? Mm. We are not so sure. Sure. So that's general intelligence. Mm. I I don't think we are there yet. Yet. Right. Yeah. So it needs to think like us. Yes. Mm. Something to think like us, hmm. very, very, very hard. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I gave you a very lengthy answer to your simple <laughs> question, but yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. So uh, that's exactly what my next question is uh, about. That uh, will it be uh, able to penetrate the human mind, and you know, understand the concepts of creativity and things like that. That this is a very scenario-based example that you gave. But when it comes to something like uh, you know thinking out of the box or offering something uh, you know on its own, is is that possible? Um, there are attempts being made mm. in this area, mm. and uh, for example, you know we always associate a human with creativity, mm. right? You know, mm. and normally creativity is can you draw a painting, can mm. you write a poem, mm. can you uh, you know write a story, mm. can you mm. actually? You know, suit a movie. Mm. You know, bringing mm. together things. Mm. If we take that as the line of thinking, mm. um, AI is already doing it. Oh, that's great! Yeah. Right? There are there are numerous examples mm. where it has actually constructed a book. Mm. Right? It wrote a book mm. based on access to thousands of literatures and mm. articles and mm. books and mm. libraries of all that taken into account mm. and if you say that look i am looking for a a completely romantic under theme mm. and i want um, two hideous characters mm. uh, who are always plotting scheming and i i want the boy to be Um, a self-made millionaire, and mm. then you know, when you yeah. put these kind of things into the, the, the drama around it, overall yeah. story as a plot, mm. Mm. and you feed that into this AI, it will go around and look at everything possible already written. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, and collate and come, come to you and yeah. saying, "Hey, this is what I have written for you." Yeah, that would be interesting to look at actually. Okay. Yeah. If we term that as a creativity, it thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it went around, looked around, read, and do, did whatever it did. Mm. It came back and gave you something. Something. Yeah? So yeah. that is the thinking part mm, of it, mm, right? Mm. Similarly, painting they can mm. do. I've seen few examples where, by just observing various dance moves, mm. it can actually create a very unique dance move which is personalized for you. Oh, 
That's awesome, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because of your body construct and then all that mm. and how mm. flexible you are and mm. all that stuff. Mm. It takes all that into account and then comes back and says, hey, you should dance like this. this. <laughs> That's also creativity. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. In those aspects, yes. And uh, there is a popular context around artificial intelligence mm. called um, you know, reinforcement learning. Learning. Which is, uh, there is no goal to, mm. be, to be achieved by the AI mm. algorithm. Mm. But... Given certain rules and given a particular environment, uh, can it learn by trial and error and, then and, and error, improvise, yes. improvise, improvise and yeah. crack it? Oh. Right? You know, which, what, whatever is the, the final success criteria you define. Right. Uh, these things are there, mm. um, already happening, mm. right? But uh, I will you know, flip it slightly differently to mm. your question. Mm. You walk into a McDonald's counter. Mm. And you ordered something. Mm. Uh, the person who took the order and then, you know, packaged it and gave it to you mm. did a slight mistake here and there. Mm. We are still tolerant about it. Mm. Yeah. Right? Take another example that, and maybe this person has gone through the trainings and experience of whatever it is, you know, to a certain extent. Mm. Right? We're, we're not saying, you know, completely untrained person. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'll slightly extend it. You know, you walk into a physician and you're, you're not well and then, you know, this person gives you certain things and some prescriptions. Uh, you happen to have a good friend of yours who is, who is also a doctor and then mm. you happen to talk to this person and say, hey, I, I got this and that person looks at it and says, well, this is rubbish, right? Mm. Your tolerance factor in that context is, has dropped now. It has, indeed. Because it is my health and, and you know, yeah, yeah. I'm suffering yes, and, and all yes. that. It's not the McDonald's burger I want to eat. You, know, yes. you can see that. Right? Yes. Same thing is with AI. Hmm. Right? AI uh, doesn't carry the intelligence by it, itself. It hmm. has to be trained hmm. to certain, certain things. So, in many places we are tolerant, in many places we are not so tolerant. Mm. Especially when it comes to recommending a movie, we are much more tolerant. Ah, okay, you know, this movie recommendation didn't work for me. That's okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, AI recommending you put your hard-earned money on this particular uh, fund, it is doing really well mm. and it turns out to be a crap. Then yeah, a problem. there is a problem. Correct. And similarly for health diagnosis and then you know, all those stuff. Where the areas is, of concern, yeah. Where it is impacting me as a person hmm. uh, to a large extent, I'm hmm. not, my tolerance factor is Will go down. really, really low. Yeah. Right? Yeah, true. This is where the, the angle plays into the creativity and then all that aspects. Hmm. We are okay for something to happen in a creative way, which hmm. is not so impacting to me personally. Hmm. The moment it comes to finances, my health and my personal aspects, mm. I'm not so... It's very subjective then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Great. So, uh, is the primary challenge of uh, building AI solutions lies not in building an efficient system, uh, but in human-centered design and uh, an interaction between a human and a machine. If we improvise on that part of it specifically, uh, what are the possibilities there? Will the machine and human will be able to survive you know, in the best way in the future. And, and uh, you know, like, like I was giving the other examples, right? And, and your question was uh, how personalized it can become, yes. um, you know, for me and stuff like that. And things like, uh, um, and this is where things go, go a little bit iffy, right? Mm. You know, um, 
I want it to do everything for me, but mm. I, I don't want the, it, it needs to take decision on my behalf. That's the problem. Yes. Right. So yeah. I still, as a human, I want to be in control. Yeah. In retain that. Yeah. And override mm. and um, you know do whatever I want to do, mm. but the, the AI should be doing it for, for me. me. Mm. It cannot make decisions on my behalf. Mm. That's a problem. Mm. Right, and especially in in very uh, contextual, personalized, sensitive areas. Areas. It, I'm not okay with. That. Mm, mm. Similarly, uh, and this is where things go iffy, right? Mm, you know, people, mm. oh, there is a doomsday going to happen. <laughs> this, that, and, and all yes, that stuff yes. comes out, right? Now, and hence, you, in my view, um, you can't do a either or. Mm. It has to be always an and mm. involved. Mm. And that and part of it is human in the loop is extremely, extremely important. Right? It is. And, and we still yet have not figured out the policies through which we will govern this scenario. Mm. Right. And I think um, sometime back I was also talking about it that um, assume tomorrow mm. um, in the workforce itself, you have got a lot of AI embedded which can do automations and things mm. that are you know mundane mm. and repetitive and, and all mm. that stuff mm. and you also have uh, the human in you, that yes, who is yes, the process yes. owner let's yes, say yes. who is, is looking into it and saying yeah good bad ugly mm. hey, stop mm. uh, all those interventions and, and you know, checks and balances uh, the human is putting in and with this evolution and going back to our earlier questions the way we started assume AI has got now much more intelligence, it understands the context, it understood you very well uh, and all that and has become a little bit more powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Tomorrow, there is an issue in that process. For mm. some reason, the process didn't work or there's a bottleneck or mm. whatever it is and it has got severe implications you know, monetarily or, and otherwise. Mm. Who would you penalize? Yeah. Right? Uh, would if you go and ask the human, the human says, well, look, you know, I'm the only guy who's looking into all yeah. of these things, but there it's are... done by a machine. There are 200 such AI micro things doing this. You penalize them. Yeah. Yeah, don't penalize me. Yeah. But that's not possible. Uh, so. You go and ask these AI mm. agents mm. there embedded, hey, you guys screwed it up, so I'm going to penalize you. They will say, well, we have been giving the right recommendations. Mm. This other fellow is overriding all the time. Mm. You can't penalize me, you need to penalize them, right? Right. And hence, this is where that human-centric design needs mm. to come in. Mm. Human in the loop has to be there. There has to be policies and governance framework around it because in a process like this, and if it is mission critical, uh, the speed at which these AI agents will walk mm. is, um, you know, I don't know, you know, it's just higher order magnitude of how much speed with which a human can possibly work, which is good purely from getting things done perspective. Mm. But mm. if there is something wrong, it will happen much faster yeah. than a human yeah. will do. So to catch it also, it you need to be much yes. more faster to catch yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And stop it somewhere. Yeah? yeah. And hence that governance framework and policies and then all that. Uh, those things are going to become extremely important. important. And that is why I will go back uh, again to my point that we need to find a way to make this AI explainable. Mm. 
more relatable to Why everyone. Why it is doing what it is doing? Yes. Right. That's going to become extremely important. So, what next do we have here? Interesting question. I, I keep reading about many of these mm. advances that is happening. I think AI is uh, here to stay. Mm. Yes, the uh, maturity, you know, elevations and the journey that we will take from ANI to ASI to AGI, mm. we don't know how fast we will get there mm. and what implications will happen and mm. all that. In my view, three things need to need to be. You know, we need to stay focused on mm. as what next. Uh, first is um, um, human machine collaboration and interface mm. of that. Mm. That is, we have to think more about mm. it today. Mm. Um, the, the the time has not come that it it has become a dire strait, and hence we need to think. But it is appearing it in many come. research mm. and many mm. conversations mm. elsewhere. That is number one. Uh, number two is um, how would you penalize or reward this kind of human machine interface and mm. collaboration mm. environments? Mm. Because going forward, mm. it is going to become more and more and more, right? Mm. So that rewards and penalties mm. and governance and policies, that mm. is the second area that we need to really focus on. Mm. The third thing, which I also feel very um, important, uh, that needs to happen, is uh, you might be hearing things about quantum computing. Yes. Right. Yes. Now, with whatever technology advances, if we can make AI happen today mm. with a quantum computing, you will probably leapfrog to do much more. More. Yeah, that's yeah. why quantum. The quantity will be yeah. much more. Add on top of it, um, you know, five G as your your speed and the network and the bandwidth in that, mm. right? Mm. So, I mean, everywhere, anything you look at is is actually super connected, super efficient. Yes. Uh, everything super. Yes. <laughs> when you see that, um, and then we go back and say. You know, who is screwing up where or who is doing what, uh, it is going to become extremely, extremely difficult to even pinpoint. Pinpoint. Right. I think some of these aspects we need to seriously think mm. uh, what needs to happen in this area. There are uh, research, there are um, innovation labs uh, where we are working on some of these aspects of it. It, it is exciting. It is exciting times ahead. Um, but we have to have a you know, sensible mind, yes. uh, because these algorithms are designed, developed by humans. Mm. You, you can't take it away. Mm. True. Right. So whatever good, bad, ugly we put in the algorithm, mm. it is going to just multiply that in a multitude way. And Multitudes, then yes. The yes. return is going to be like that. Yes. yes. So a human bias uh, is, is the most important thing that needs to be in control. In control. Great. So, uh, it's great to have you, Som. Uh, it's always been interesting. Uh, for more, stay tuned in. Thanks. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Um, and, um, you know, thanks for having me here. A lovely conversation. Yeah. Same thank here. you. Yeah, thank you.